0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host Mad Max. Today's episode is our NFL recap for uh week 6 and we had ourselves a pretty interesting weekend. I think to be honest, the only the good games were all on on Sunday in the afternoon it was a big upset. So, um if we go back and look at a certain things that were going on in the NFL as it stands now, So, it was a uh, Thursday night game between the Washington Commanders and the... Who did they play? I'm sorry. Um, Yep, it was the Washington Commanders. Who the fuck did they play? See, now I'm getting pissed off. The Washington Commanders took on the Chicago Bears, and that was an interesting matchup because it's kind of apparent now, like, to be honest. So let's go back. Week one of the NFL, the very first game that televised when the season started was Thursday night, and it was the Buffalo Bills and the defending Super Bowl champions, the L.A. Rams. And since then, honestly, since then, there has not been a good Thursday night game. That was the first one. The second one was, I don't even remember what the second one was. So, this was week six that just passed. Week five, last week, it was the dud game that was Denver and Indianapolis. That was a horrible game. Uh, the week before that, it was, uh, I believe that was the Tua game. Yeah, I believe that was the Tua game. And then the week before that, it was a San Francisco game where, you know, nobody was putting up points really at all um it was yeah the two-a-game was before that and then san francisco and denver were on the second one well, i think that was the second or third thursday night game and that was just a pitiful game and i don't know man these thursday night games are not really looking all that great the coming up this week we have the saints and the cardinals now those two teams are pretty good and it's like all right let's try to put some a little bit more viewership into the thursday night games because what's the point And the game was such a dud between Washington and Chicago that everybody was running the ball, guys weren't getting open, and it's like, I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback. I just think he's surrounded by a lousy team. I think Curtis Samuel or Corey Samuel, the wide receiver, is the only real threat on the Washington commander's offense, but he wasn't getting open. And they didn't really have a whole lot of offense. And then the Bears, the Bears are a pretty good team. They're a a good running offense. You know, Justin Fields can get down the field. He can throw the ball, but for some reason, he wasn't doing none of that. And then when he did run, it you know it was really to gain a whole lot of yards. And you know this this was something special. This was something unique to see because you saw a team that didn't really play well versus another team who doesn't does play well uh, in a does play well in certain events. For some reason, they just didn't want to play. The Bears didn't want to play on Thursday night, and the game was a dud. Like I said. If you're in like if you're playing fantasy football, I would get kickers for fucking Thursday night because those are the only guys making points only guys putting numbers on the scoreboard and that's it the the kickers are the only thing you know putting fucking numbers on you know they're kicking field goals sometimes they'll kick an extra point, but it's more point but it's more field goals than it is extra points and I don't know man these past four or five these past four games on Thursday night have been fucking duds and you know it's kinda of hard to watch those games but you know unless unless your team is playing then we'll see. Uh today was the first – this past week was the first week in buys. Detroit, Las Vegas, Houston and Tennessee were the four teams that were on buys, so they didn't play this Sunday. In its place we had a couple of other uh games. Uh the first game that came to mind is uh it was Green Bay and the and the New York Jets that was a crazy game man for some reason these underdog teams are not these these like teams that you don't think are title contenders like i never would have pictured the jets to be a title contender Mm -hmm. shit the last time they were in the afc championship mark sanchez was their quarterback like what the fuck and uh you know they're coming on pretty strong they that entire division the afc east looks strong the jets are playing good the 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 Bills are playing good. The Patriots are playing good. The Dolphins are are a little shaky. I mean, they did come away with a win this week, but they're a little shaky because of the Hotua situation. But you know, we'll see what happens. But the Jets surprised the Packers. I was very surprised by that. the The New York Giants knocked off the Baltimore Ravens, and a lot of people think the Baltimore Ravens are a championship caliber team, and they can get to the playoffs. But for some reason the way they were playing the giants had their number the giants looked pretty good too that uh that division as well the uh, the NFC West looks pretty good too the cowboys are look the cowboys are kicking ass the giants are kicking ass the philadelphia eagles are undefeated they're 6 and 0 right now and you know we did talk about the washington commanders they did come away with the win but they're still 2 and 4 and uh not looking so good cuz Carson Wentz did injure himself at the end of that game but We'll see what happens. I think the big game, the big, the two big games that came out of Sunday were the first one was Kansas City and Buffalo, a rematch from the divisional playoff matchup last year. And to be honest, I'm 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 saying it now. I've been saying it since the season started. This will probably be the AFC Championship matchup. Come you know December, you know come January, this is going to be the AFC Championship game. Buffalo, Kansas City. Both teams are on fire. Both teams are lighting it up. Both teams are looking good. And it's amazing that these two guys really kind of came into a shootout. And it's been a long time since I've really seen a, sh- a good shootout in the NFL. Um, another upset was Pittsburgh over the Bucks. Man, the Bucks are a championship caliber team as well, especially with Tom Brady. But for some reason, man, they didn't look at all prepared for this Pittsburgh team. And Pittsburgh is starting to come along, too, you know, with their with their rotating quarterbacks. Um, they really look like they had it together. I'm not sure what's going on in Tampa Bay. I, I don't know it, if it's because of the issues off the field with Tom Brady or I don't know if it's the injury bug that's hit a lot of his receivers and things like that. But it ain't looking so good for uh, Tampa Bay and the Tampa Bay. So, you know hopefully they can get it together because i think to be honest even though they lost th- that team probably looks like the best team coming out of that division because the panthers are in shambles they just fired their head coach they got a new quarterback and and everything like that so that is up in the air. The Falcons are starting to come around. They they won last week or well they lost last week. They won this week. Marcus Mariota is really starting to find his edge in Atlanta, but it's too it's too early to tell. And then of course the Saints the Saints are still dealing with their issues at quarterback. Jameis Winston went down. Andy Dalton looks good, but, you know, it, it it's it's just a matter of time. And still with Mike Thomas out, it's you know, it's still up in the air. So like I said, as of right now, the Bucks are probably the strongest team in that division. Um, another game we got the Patriots and the Browns. The Patriots this the Patriots are on their third string quarterback. That was impressive. You know, Mac Jones went out with his ankle injury, so he was out gonna be he's gonna be out for the remainder for not the remainder, but I think this is his last week out, and then Brian Hoyer came in and he got hurt almost immediately. And then we got this new kid, uh, Zappy. Um yeah, this kid Zappi, man, this dude really, really is starting to shine. I think he's coming in with the same fire and competitive spirit that Mac Jones had, but the difference is Zappi's having more success. You know, they're relying on Ray Stevens uh on Stevenson, Rashad Stevenson to be the power horse. And that's a damn good running back right there. You know, if they can get that team off and going and they can really keep it keep it up. I mean, you got Belichick who is, is tied for the most wins. He's tied for second place by the most wins from a head coach. The irony in that is that they're going to play Monday night in Chicago. And when I said he was tied, he's tied with George Hallis, the former coach, owner, and founder of the Chicago Bears organization. So a bit of irony in that, and that was pretty good. Um, The Seahawks played uh, Arizona, and I don't know what the deal is in Arizona. I think it's because, I want to say it's because of DeAndre Hopkins being out that they don't really have a whole lot of an offense. Their running backs are not all that great. James Conner is still struggling back there with an injury bug. Kyler Murray is not getting the ball to his receivers, and it really is unfortunate. Hopefully, with DeAndre coming back, they you know they can start to get they can start to get the offense rolling and things like that. You know, same thing on defense. The defense can hold their own, but you know we'll see what happens when the Cardinals are playing the. The Saints on Thursday night. Um, the other game that I was talking about earlier, when I said the two games that I was really looking forward to were, was Sunday night game between the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles and their longtime rivals, the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are coming off this pretty hot streak that they got going on. They're four and two. they they were. Um, they were four and one going into this matchup. And then the, of course the Eagles are five and zero, oh and they haven't really won. And for some reason, man. The Eagles are really starting to come into their own. They're running the ball really good. They can throw the ball really good. Jalen Hurts is really, really coming into his own. This is not the same Jalen Hurts we had under the Doug Peterson administration, but it's starting to show that this kid is worth uh, drafting him. I didn't know he was from uh, my neck of the woods down here in Houston. Went to Channel View, uh, you know, got drafted in the third round by the Philadelphia Eagles uh, last year so. It's really starting to shape up to be a good season for the Eagles. I, you know, the record speaks for itself. The Eagles are the best team in the game uh, in that division right now, six and zero. The Cowboys they were relying on Cooper Rush a lot, but for some reason he was not getting the ball to any of his receivers. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony, uh, Tony Pollard were doing their job running the ball. The defense looked a little shaky because they just they were just giving away uh, rushing yards to uh, to the Eagles, and it was not pretty. Yeah, they rallied in the end, but by that time, you know, there was no way the Cowboys were gonna be able to catch up. They played pretty good, but at the end of the day, the team wasn't looking all that great. And then last but not least, we had Monday night. It was the Chargers and the um who was it that night? Chargers and who? Hold on. I hate that I'm so unprepared. It was the Chargers and Denver again, and I'm not gonna lie denver looked Denver looked better this game than they did I mean any other game you know Denver's been struggling really with um Russell Wilson as their quarterback. I don't know what the hell the deal is, but they struggled in this game they really did they were able to put they were able to move the ball a lot better, you know Russell was you know getting out of the pocket, throwing them deep balls, getting touchdowns. And things like that, but the Chargers were able to do the same thing. You know, Justin Herbert is a good quarterback. They got a they have a very good team in I keep saying San Diego. Because to me they'll always be San Diego because I don't think LA needs three fucking teams. The Rams is fine. It's fine to have the LA Rams and things like that, but I don't know why they would have acquired San, uh the Chargers. So in my opinion, they're gonna be the San Diego Chargers. Anyway, the Chargers look good. I think that they I don't want to say they look like the best team because they're pretty, they're a dominant team in that division. However, you know, they still got to deal with guys like Kansas City and Las Vegas and things like that. But Denver, San Diego, those two teams are, you know, an unknown quantity, especially the the the, the Broncos. The Broncos really need to figure out what the deal is. They're not running the ball as well as they should be. The guy they have so much receiver, they have so many good receivers on their roster that they're not using them effectively. You know, Sutton's good, Jurdy's good. You know, these guys are really good. They're struggling at the tight end position because they don't, they can't really get stick with the tight end. One gets hurt, the other one drops passes. You know, it's like who who the hell can you really rely on? The Chargers are the same thing. But what's interesting about the Chargers is that the Chargers are pretty good without their star receiver. Keenan Allen is their corner piece. He's their superstar on that team. And it's like, all right. We need him back because, you know, we still need a, a number one receiver. You know, guys were still getting open and things like that. Austin Eckler's a fucking horse when he's running the ball, but you can't really rely on running the ball every single play. But at the end of the day, this team looks really good. I think they can give the Chiefs a run for their money. I don't think they'll be uh, divisional leaders. I think they'll probably make the wild card if they're lucky. But, um,. The Chargers look good. The Broncos need a lot more improvement and things like that. But hopefully, you know, if they can get it through by the end, by the second half of the season, you know, they also could be vying for a uh, a wild-card spot. But who knows? It's kind of early to tell. Um, There's a, a lot of games that happened that I didn't I, – you know, I couldn't really – I couldn't watch all of them, even though I do have the NFL red zone. Couldn't watch all of them. I was going back. There was a couple of games that I thought were really good. And, um, you know, Bengals and Saints were really good. I thought it was good to see Joe Burrows and Jamar Chase return back to LSU to their LSU stomping grounds. That was really good um, and uh, things like that. I was very surprised between the Falcons and the 49ers game because, like I said, Marcus Mariota looked pretty good, but judging by the season that Jimmy Garoppolo's having, you know, it's it's pretty clear that, you know, the team is starting to rally behind him. Even though they're the the organization is starting to rally behind Trey Lance, I think the team is actually surrounding him by by Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think if they can rally behind him, if everybody can if if Jimmy Garoppolo can rise to the occasion, because they were in the NFC championship last year, they were one win away from, you know, having a second appearance at the Super Bowl to avenging that Super Bowl loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. But could they have done it? You know, could they have beaten, if they would have beat L.A., I strongly believe that the 49ers would have beaten the Bengals in the Super Bowl. It would have been a, a rematch of, you know, the old Super Bowls back in the 80s and things like that. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We'll see what happens. You know, you know L.A. beat the Panthers. Like I said, the Panthers are in disarray. They, they fired their head coach. Their fucking insubordinate wide receiver uh, Robbie Anderson got traded. And things like that. So who knows where they're going? They got a new quarterback in PJ Walker, but I think he actually got hurt. And uh, things like that. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens. I know Thursday night is the Saints and the Cardinals. Looking forward to that one because that's actually that could actually be a good game. And then Monday night is going to be the Patriots and the um, Patriots and the uh, uh, the Chicago Bears. Looking forward to that. and really pulling for the Patriots to see Belichick get a win over the Chicago Bears and surpass, you know, the Papa Bear himself, George Hallis, as far as uh, winning his coaches in the NFL. Uh, my team, the Houston Texans, are coming back next Sunday. They'll be in Las Vegas, I believe. Or they'll either be in Las Vegas or they're hosting the Raiders. Whatever the case may be, uh, looking forward to that. They had a bye this week, so hopefully they can get their shit together and, you know, hopefully come out come away with a win uh, against, against Vegas. But we'll see what happens uh, come next Sunday. That's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21 if your team had a good game, let me know. If your team sucks, let me know. Whatever the case may be. If you've even got some fantasy pointers you want to share with me, Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21 let me know what you guys are doing in the world of fantasy football. I won. Came away with a win for me. Had a pretty good team. So, but a lot of my top players are going on by next week. So, we'll see what next week looks like. Be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. We're still doing the 31 Days of Halloween, 31 Nights of Horror. So, be on the lookout for that. Uh, tomorrow is the Star Wars Andor episode, so be on the lookout for that. I'm not sure how Thursday and Friday are gonna go because She-Hulk wrapped up, but I know this weekend Black Adam is coming out, so I don't really have because usually with superhero films, I kind of do the relapse or like a a a a, a, rev- a review of. The stuff that's coming out, but Black Adam is not necessarily a sequel, even though that character takes place in the world of Shazam. So, anyways, we'll see. We'll think. Of, we'll figure something out uh, this weekend and things like that. Looking forward to Black Adam. Looking forward to anything that we can possibly put out. Still watching a lot of horror movies. I got a special one. Uh, this week a lot of people are telling me that you know I, My taste in horror films is really out there because I'm going old new old new And I was like that's what I like to do I like to mix it up I like the stuff of gold because you gotta respect your elders But at the same time I give respect to the new cats who are putting together so I'm not too sure I've seen a couple of horror movies over the weekend Like I said football wasn't really having it because my team was on bye. Thursday night was a waste But you know we'll see what happens Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.